One of my best friends had a near six-figure salary job and he lost it. And today he's driving for Uber Eats making about $15 an hour. I was thinking about this while I'm in this crazy $23,000 a month Malibu house. What would I do if I lost everything? I wanted to put together a plan for him and for you, actionable stuff that you can do immediately to start getting results for yourself. I love you, I wanna see you succeed. Step one, take inventory of all the ATMs in your life. These are your assets. So the first one is your relationship assets. Number one, look for people that have businesses or have money and figure out what can I do to help those people. The second thing you do in your relationship ATMs is who have I worked with as a client or as a banker or as an accountant or as even your dentist that has a business or you've paid them in the past and potentially you can go and figure out something to do now. Second one is your superpowers. So your superpowers are what are the skills that I can use to make money? So for me, it would be email marketing, probably how to do this YouTube stuff, and also just how to run online businesses. And I promise you that you have a superpower. Do not be discouraged. So if you don't know what your superpower is, just text me. No, I'm kidding. Text your best friend and say, yo, what do you think my superpower is? All right, and number three in terms of your assets, it's literally your physical assets. So do you have any bikes? Do you have any cameras? Do you have any clothing that you can actually sell to make some money? You can do Facebook, you can do Craigslist, you can do eBay, whatever that is. As well, you can go ask any of your friends and say, yo, if you have anything to sell, give it to me and I'll split the money with you. So those are our three ATMs to just get started. Make sure you stay towards the end where I talk about actionable things you can do to be building your network for the future. Step two, super crystal clear freaking goals. And the way I break down the goals is in 30 and 365 days. And why I recommend that is that I want you to have something to look forward to that's way out there. So you're like, ah, oh, I wanna get there. But also have chunky stuff that you can do right now. The way I like to approach this is I create a fantasy list. Yes, I write out a fictional story of my life thinking, man, where do I wanna be in a year? And once you've done that, that's your 365 plan. Print that thing out, put it on your mirror, put it on your phone, tell everybody. That's step one. Step two is now you have your dream about where you wanna be going, you have to actually get started now. What I recommend is do 30 day plans. So I like writing out in the next 30 days, here's what I'm gonna to do to help get to my future goal. Now that you have your 30 and 365 plans, what I highly recommend you doing is find an accountability buddy. This is someone that will call you on your true story. So what you need to do is every Monday say, this is what I'm doing this week. And then on Friday, you just check back with them and you do that every single week. I promise you, as long as you have someone that you respect that calls you out, you will get the results. You will start moving forward in your life. By the way, if you don't have someone, you can join okdork.com group. It's a free Facebook group we have to find other smart people to help you out. Number three, make money immediately. You need oxygen to live. You need to actually make some money so you're not stressing out about that every single day. So number one, I do recommend going and doing delivery jobs like Uber Eats, like Grubhub, or DoorDash, or whatever business is out there. Just get money coming in so that your foundation is set and you're not having to stress about it. It is very hard to thrive when you're worried about just paying the bills immediately now. Step two, sell everything that you put together in your assets in part one. So yes, you figured out, here's all the items I have or my friends have, sell all of them. And guess what? You might actually find out there's some type of interesting business in there for you. Step three, if you've done any consulting as I talked about in your relationships, if you've done consulting or freelancing, go back to those people and offer them services or ask for referrals. If you haven't yet, make sure to hit that subscribe and notification bell. I put out three videos every single week to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Number four, lower your cost of living. This enables you to take more risks and reduces the pressure that you have to make money because no one likes anyone needy. You guys know what I'm talking about, those desperate people. So number one to lower your cost of living, negotiate every single bill in your subscription. So if you have cell phone bills, if you have internet bills, if you, there's bills you can cancel, do that immediately right now. Secondly, reduce your rent. For the three years after I graduated college, I lived in my mom's house and my aunt's basement. Thanks Aunt Rhonda. And I know you're like, well, I'm too good for that. 
What I've found is that if I'm not having to worry about how much money I make or I can reduce how much I have to make, it gives me the freedom and the creativity to actually work on things I really want to and then end up making a lot more money. So reduce these costs and suck up your pride, which is the hard part of this experience. And number three, refinance your loans if you have any. I did this for my house recently, especially while rates are low. By the way, one of the things I want you to take a quick mental break as we're talking about things you would do if you lost everything and what I would do right now is, think about this as a story. If you were reading the novel of your life sometime in the future, Think about how you wanna look back on yourself. You're gonna say, wow, man, I didn't have a job, I didn't have money, but I started taking some of the steps that were in this video and I started helping myself and look how where the guy or girl ended up being. And that's kind of for you to decide who you wanna be in the story and where you wanna be ending up. Number five, don't apply for regular jobs regularly. See what I did there? Number one, look in your network to see if anyone knows anyone at any of the companies you're applying for. Having a referral is always a better way of getting a job than just sending in your resume cold. Number two, do an insane amount of prep work for every job you're applying for. I have one of my best friends, John Ross, applied for a job at a very, very cool company. I saw him spend between 60 and 80 hours just preparing for the interviews. And guess what? He ended up getting the job. So you have to ask yourself, if you're competing with thousands of other people for these jobs, how are you actually gonna stand out? Number three, apply for these jobs differently. Everyone just sends in their resume like all the other schmoes, but trust me, that's not you, I know you. So number one, if you're applying for a sales job at any single company, when you're applying, bring that company a customer. If you're applying for a marketing position, bring them the marketing plan. If you're applying for customer support, go and do an analysis of the customer support and bring them a review saying, here's a report showing all the things that you guys can improve in your customer support. To be in the 1%, you just have to do 1% more than everyone else is doing for you to get there. By the way, you sexy people, if you like this video, hit that thumbs up button, come on now. So number six, you gotta do things to build confidence within your control. A lot of times when you've lost all your money and you don't have jobs and you're feeling discouraged, you feel like a lot of the other people are kind of affecting how your emotions are feeling. So we need to be building up your confidence and your success within things that you can do. So number one, the Maker Morning Routine. If you haven't seen that video, it's in the description or it'll be somewhere on the sidebar. But the Maker Morning Routine is a bunch of activities that I have found to make my day great. So the key activities I recommend for you is do at least one. I do 30 push-ups every morning when I wake up. Secondly, I journal. And especially during a tough time, journaling will help you process your feelings and get organized. Three, I try to learn and improve myself. So I read a book, I watch YouTube, maybe a video like this, or anything that I can do to improve myself. Maybe it's the camera work. Four, Make your bed. Yes, you can control making your bed. And guess what? It gives you a bit of a W right early in the morning. Number five, have conversations with a great friend or someone that you find interesting. When you start getting that brain going, you find support and you find a network around you. If your friends are all unemployed, you're probably gonna stay unemployed. Go find people who are working and busy. They'll actually inspire you to be at that level too. And lastly, find community of other people that are working hard and being successful. Maybe it's in the okdork.com slash group. Maybe it's on our YouTube channel. Maybe it's in a Slack group. Maybe it's in your church or synagogue. Wherever it is, put yourself in a place where you're around successful people because that is within your control. So number seven, free work. This is how I've hired some of my most favorite people ever. And these people are making over six figures a year in salary. Mitchell, who helps run this channel, Jeremy, who does a lot of our social media, and even Michael, who does the video editing for these shows, all came in from free work. And no, I'm not saying go do free work and never get paid, because the whole point of this video is for you to get paid. My suggestion is, is that if you approach someone with free work and they get excited about the free things you are doing, they'll end up paying you for it. So here's exactly how I'd recommend approaching any of the kind of people you're wanting to work with. Number one, flatter them. I'm not saying do bullshit stuff. If it's not sincere, don't send it. But tell these people, here's how you've impacted me for the people you want to be working with. Number two, don't ask them for anything. It's so obvious when you're just like, I think you're the best. Can you read this thing? They know. Uh, and number three, what do I mean by doing free work? What I'm recommending to you is that if you see me doing a lot of YouTube, take a YouTube video of mine and create things that I can put on Instagram. 
If you see a company out there, go and actually do a blog post for them and say, hey, I wrote this blog post for you. I think you'd really like it. And guess what? If it's something that's important to them, which you should try to pay attention to what they're doing externally, they will be excited to actually start paying you for more of that type of work. As you're doing the free work, there's a few things. One, keep doing it. What I recommend is 80-20 approach. So 20% of the time, which is just your Fridays, do something free for other people. So I would allocate the majority of my time, 80%, the majority of the week, Monday through Thursday, on doing things that directly I know make money, but that Friday is your long-term investments in relationships and in yourself, in one, helping and connect with other people, but two, you'll probably learn some skills that'll benefit you for the future. Let me know in the comments if you've ever struggled, what did you do for yourself to start getting that momentum and start getting success for yourself out there? <laughs> Number eight, start your tribe now. Now AppSumo is an eight-figure business, and that is because in 2000, yes, about 20 years ago, I started blogging, and I built up an audience of people that trusted me and liked me, and I liked them too, and when I started AppSumo, uh, in 2010, I said, hey, go check this out. And all these people went and bought. So for yourself and your own journey, I think there's a few crucial points I really wanna make about starting your tribe now. If you start a newsletter, use sendfox.com, it's free, or YouTube, it's free, or start a blog. When you document your journey publicly, it creates a lot of really amazing things in building your tribe. One, it improves your communication skills, which is phenomenal, no matter what kind of thing you're applying on or working on in life, communication is really helpful. Two, it actually might build your network of people that can help you get a job. Three, It'll actually differentiate you when you're trying to apply for different businesses. And four, as I said before, you can actually turn those audience of tribe somewhere in the future into customers. My one ask for you is as you start your tribe, which I recommend every single one of you guys go out and do it, is commit to it for 52 weeks. And if you're saying, Noah, I'm not sure what to write, I don't care what you write. All I care is that you commit at least once a week to sending your newsletter or posting on YouTube or posting on Instagram or posting anywhere to at least do this practice. Because I promise you, once you have your tribe and you have people that are supporting you, you won't wanna let them down. I know you may be discouraged, but guess what? There's a lot more things in your control and you have a lot more ability than you realize. Follow the eight steps I've talked about and get some success for yourself and let us know how it goes.